0: When your back to the wall Stick it to the man just as strong better go Hello everybody and welcome to the fifth episode of Breaking Goodman uh, I'm just numbering these now, the number of the, the episodes So if you're playing at home uh, I'm counting the intro episode as a full episode Just to keep things even uh, Yeah, it's Breaking Goodman I'm the host Mike Marbach, And with me uh, again is Michael Henley uh, it's just the two of us today, just, uh, uh, Mike and Mike, uh, tonight. Uh, Mike and Mike, Mike and Mike in the morning. <laughs> good, good morning, <laughs> yeah. how are you? Yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson, tell us about your new movie. Uh, oh, well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh... Alright, that's enough. <laughs> um... Yeah, so it's just Mike and I tonight. Uh, everybody else is busy doing creative, uh, other creative work. Uh, Sam and Brian are working on their Secret Pants show that you've had them that they've that they've talked about. Um, and Ned is uh, Ned is working, but hopefully we'll get Ned back as well. There's also a few other people that have expressed interest. Um, one of them being Christian Alsis. hey, uh, who you know. Uh, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll be back up to uh, full strength next week. Um, so Mike and I may just blow through this because one of the things that he said to me right before we got started was, "I'm surprised you have so many notes." Uh, so let's get into a little bit. What, uh, which, wh- how'd you feel about the episode?
1: I liked this episode. Don't get me wrong. Um, this is a very kind of I I hesitate to say minor, but this is a very very low key episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot happens emotionally, plot wise, not so much. And it feels like, it, it was one of those episodes where by the end of it, the way it ends, you're just like, that's it. But sometimes an episode, a show can do that and you're just like, oh yeah. no, I've got my full hour's worth. And yeah. this week it was just more like, oh, okay, I guess that's it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I had that kind of uh, abrupt feeling and a very, very, very languid pace. Uh, but I still really enjoyed it just mm-hmm. for the performances and just how well it's, just how well the whole thing is made. And just, yeah, I, I, I really, I, I did like it. Um, but probably my least favorite of the five
0: episodes so far yeah i I agree overall I think with that assessment uh, I really enjoyed the episode I mean for me they'd they'd have to actively try to create something bad mm-hmm. for me to uh, be because i'm quite I'm quite biased um, uh, with the I just love the show I always talk about how much I love it um, so yeah they'd have to actively try to turn me off. Um, I just love the world, um, Jimmy, the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I, I do, I would agree that this was the weakest of the five episodes. Um, as far as, you know, if we're counting all the, you know, the, the meters, um, from direction to, uh, acting to, to plot, emotion, like all of those, all of those things is probably one of the more, one of the more weak. Um, uh, it. We we opened up with um, uh, what's his face uh, pretty much where we left off with Chuck yeah uh, that woman kind of called the not kind of she called the uh, called the police on Chuck mm-hmm. uh, for stealing the paper which is just mm-hmm. stupid in itself I mean I don't know was she do you think she was and this is really over analyzing <laughs> things but do you think she was worried about Chuck or did he think she was just an old Busybody.
1: I think she was an old busybody who likes her newspaper, and that was actually one of the touches I really liked. If only because um, one of the things I think is so smart about you know uh, about this show, and also I mean Breaking Bad in general, like even like the littlest things have consequences. Yeah. I like that because a lot of shows would just play off that moment from last week of Chuck stealing the newspapers, just like oh he, st- he stole the newspaper. He's that dedicated. Yeah. You know, it's a character moment, but no, this becomes a plot moment too because of the fact that he steals his newspaper and you know his neighbor.
0: You know, does not approve. You yeah. know,
1: so I, I like that. Like nothing really goes to waste, which I think is really cool.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, with this one, I do have a lot of notes, but it's basically just the the beats uh, and basic scenes that, that that made it up. So I don't think we really. There wasn't much that happened in this in this episode, so I don't think we need to kind of go, you know, line by line. Uh. So just talking about Chuck, the uh the cops uh, knock on his door. He starts quoting. Um, the law, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought got was pretty great, probable cause, <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, one of the other cops goes through the, uh, goes to the back, sees that the, uh, what is it, the fuse box? Like everything all the wires were all cut, and he's got some some campfire material. What was it? Just fuel of some kind, yeah, uh, right. for his for his lanterns, I guess, um, and then goes back around and just they one chuck to open up the door and they kick it down which uh, through this episode I just thought that that they've got like Jimmy's got to sue sue them or something like I don't see what the yeah
1: I mean he I mean Jimmy's kind of on point like with the whole probable cause thing and I don't yeah. think like you know just yeah the fuse box is kind of like you know okay that's odd you know and like yeah the 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 number of lanterns and the number amount of fuel and everything is okay that's uh, peculiar, but you know, if you're a patrolman, you see lots of peculiar things in mm. your life. Like that's almost like the kind of like that's my nightmare scenario, basically. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that all cops are 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 like this. Actually, not at all. Like you know, some I have some, some family friends are police officers, but I'm always you know living in fear of you know meeting the meeting the cop. Who, as I describe their life, to my life to them, basically just decides by halfway through, no, your life makes no sense. You obviously did something. You're yeah. going to jail. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and like, I, I really kind of felt for Chuck, that especially like when Chuck is pleading to like, and whatever you do, don't bring don't, out the tasers. Yeah. And don't tasers do? me, bro. Right.
0: Right. And what do they do? They bring out the tasers. First like, thing, oh, you guys, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, kick down the door. Kick down the door. Uh, yeah. That, it, that that just didn't make any sense to me. Mm. So I mean, if there is no consequence to that um, I'd be I, I think I'd be yeah. a little annoyed I mean I'm I not going to turn off the show and, and be that's it right. I'm out um, um, but yeah there's got to be some kind of consequence because that, that is ridiculous it's not like he had uh, a whole bunch of fertilizer and you know uh, bowling balls with candlestick you know right? Uh, what is that a bowling ball candle <laughs> um, uh, yeah it, it didn't make any sense to me yeah, um, so that was just a little annoying, a little bit of a sidetrack to, uh, I guess, probable cause, um, but yeah, it just kind of annoyed me there. Um, so Chuck goes to the, they kick down the door, and um, he ends up in the hospital mm-hmm. uh, because of at the t- at the time we think is uh, or he says is allergic to uh, electricity or electromagnetic sensi- hypersensitivity or yeah, something like, like, like that.
1: Electromagnetic fields. He's always yeah. going on about. Um,
0: and he's at the he's at the hospital uh Jimmy finds out through who was it through Kim through Kim yeah, yeah. um because they're like painting toenails which we can chat about at some point I guess um not much came out of that other than
1: uh I, well I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a page from Sam's book honestly like did you notice that Kim is dressed entirely in blue for this entire episode yeah. and not only that her nails are blue and she's yeah. like and Jimmy's yeah. painting her nails blue <laughs> yeah. and it's
0: like okay yep yep um uh, Sam, yeah. Sam is the, the color queen of the uh, Breaking Goodman podcast, uh, and I, yeah, I can't stop looking at, at different <laughs> color things, um, like the, the kind of glowing red behind Mike mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the car lot, mm-hmm. um, as right after Jimmy leaves, uh, it's, it's just on him, and then in the background, it's just like, it's almost like fog, or like red fog lit. Yeah. Um. To me, just kind of saying like it, it's kind of it's it's creeping up. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch the preview for for next week, it's like you know it's getting a little getting a little in there. Mm-hmm. Uh.
1: There, there's a great moment too early on where um. Ed, uh, Jimmy has this whole like you know litany where he's basically like going around and like it's a cattle call of like all these you know bizarre like people who want to hire him because unfortunately that's what you get when you yeah. you know. Advertise the way Jimmy did. Yeah, you get seven messages, but they're kooks. Um, And um, there's one moment, and it's the last person he he visits, where it's an elderly woman. It's right before he helps her make out her will. Mm -hmm. And she comes down the steps, and then she walks towards him, and she's dressed all in blue. Or there's at least a good chunk of her costume that's Mm -hmm. blue. And the scene goes on for a while just as she's inching closer, and it becomes so much about, like, this is... This is respectability, you know, in Jimmy's world. It's agonizing. It's mm-hmm. slow. Yeah. It's horrible, yeah. you know? Um, and I feel like that was very intentional.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, we're kind of bouncing around, but that's good because uh, this episode kind of was a little bit the same way. Mm. Um, the, the way that they did that uh, with the guy, uh, I think it was the first guy, uh, the one who wanted to, what did he? He wanted to, to secede from yeah. the United States. <laughs> yep. Um, and you, you think after last week that, yeah, he's got seven new messages. <coughs> things, uh, things are, every, everything's coming up, Jimmy. Not quite. No. Um, so, but even when the guy brings the money, you want that, and you, you want a check or do you want cash? No. Uh, I'll take the cash, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and he brings the cash uh, again, thinking it's too good to be true uh and it is and it's got this guy's face face on and he's already got his money printed up for his uh his the currency of his new country I guess um Hamlin uh jeez um what was the other one Well uh there's the one, the one who... with the will
1: and then there's the toilet guy
0: Oh god yeah <laughs> Oh speaking of the toilet guy that's Tim Baltz uh okay. you, you may not know him by name but I know him uh as a human being. Oh. Uh, he is a Chicago improviser. Uh, oh, yeah, he used okay. to do a show while I was in Chicago. We're not, we're not very we're not friendly or anything. I just know him because he, as I was going through the training center at I.O. Chicago, he um, was perf- a regular performer there. He might even still regularly perform there uh, at Second City as well, I think. Um, and he probably moved to L.A. That's probably how he's getting this shit. Anywho, um, this sh- this episode didn't show what he can do. Uh, I mean, it showed that he can, I guess, act and be creepy, um, but he is one of the funniest people on the face of the earth. Uh, hmm. So remember the name, Tim Baltz. Um, he's so good. If you, and if you're in Chicago, look him up too, uh, or LA, wherever the fuck he is. Um, yeah, that toilet. You think this guy actually, he really feels the... That
1: well, that, that's the thing. Actually, I found his like wide-eyed innocence at, like, at Jimmy's, you know, yeah, insinuation about
0: what he's invented this you're is for very children funny. yeah this is for i developed this for a child uh and it's just like oh yeah oh, <laughs> oh put it in me <laughs> like what that's a big one <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you're so big um that is ridiculous <laughs> that that is such a, a weird like even for a writer to yeah to come up with yeah <laughs> And he's so excited as he, like, yeah. drops everyone in for the, for the demonstration. What is he brought, dropping in there, too? Blocks? Uh, yeah, like, building
1: blocks or yeah. something, you know? And, like, Jimmy's just more and more, you know, just kind of horrified, but he does that great thing where it's just like, I can't show you that I'm horrified, mm-hmm. even, although privately I totally am, yeah. you know?
0: Well, he did that kind of with the the guy with the the money, before he sees the, yeah. the money, he's like, um this is fucked up yeah this is not gonna happen but I'm gonna take your case anyway yeah Um. I guess he didn't end up not, he ended up not doing that because yeah. of you know monopoly money basically Um. but he did take money from the <clears throat> the elderly woman 140 mm-hmm. something bucks for uh, her will <laughs> he took it pretty quick too mm-hmm. Um. I thought for a moment he was gonna just kinda cave a little bit and just be like you know what cause I mean old people they you know they're living, you know. It's either get a will or don't eat. Right. Um, in some cases, um, but she had she had the cash on her. I just, you know, part of me is just. I, maybe I'm just so. Um, watch too much daytime television, uh, seeing all those commercials. But uh, I just feel like now she's now she's not going to eat or something because <laughs> um, she just paid for that will. Um, and she saw him or he saw her later on right was that was that the same woman um I don't no I don't think so no okay yeah. um but when he went to the nursing home that was apparently the same nursing home yes as Tio yeah. Tio was in oh was it yeah oh okay yeah no. I, 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 okay. Had, I had thought that and then Sam actually wrote me uh and pointed that out too excellent love yeah. those little connections yeah yeah Um, it's all in the same area I guess we're going to see more and more of that Uh, and it's probably also good for them because they have already locked down locations and everything Mm -hmm. they know what they want to do All right, so we're we're bouncing around what the hell have we talked about so far Um, so let's get back to Chuck Um, the doctor thinks that he's uh, just nuts just you know all the electromagnetic hypersensitivity is in his head and um uh what's his face jimmy jimmy doesn't um he goes in there he sees chuck you know wired all all these different things and just starts unscrewing light bulbs and and turning off switches and everything else uh the security guard there tries to you know strong arm him out of out the door um Mm. but the doctor finally gets control of the situation um and just lets jimmy know that she thinks he's just a little mental, yeah. Um, Which might be a diagnosis that I'm not really sure that Jimmy totally disagrees with, right? I, I
1: think you know. I, I think there's a big part of Jimmy, maybe even a full part of Jimmy, that really does believe that Chuck's problem is in his head, yeah. not with his body. Yeah. But you know, the the, uh, a, a, the more he argued with the doctor about, no, this is real, it be, really became a you know kind of protesting
0: too much kind of thing. Yeah. I think, I think. Uh, exactly. I think he wants Chuck to say it. Um, but as long as chuck is is you know convinced of this mm-hmm. um i think they even maybe the doctor even said it you know just kind of an enabling kind of uh thing um but mo- even a little bit more like he he wants to believe also yes. that that chuck actually has this but fully understanding that it doesn't seem to be the case yeah especially when the doctor flips that bed switch on uh and nothing know he didn't kind of freak out he didn't really even seem to notice i was waiting for um you know them to kind of leave the room a little bit and then have him react in some way but i guess i guess that's it i guess he is just a little uh i think yeah i definitely think it's been touch and go like
1: past the first couple weeks there but i think i think that's some more definitive you know if anything proof that yeah it is all in chuck's head yeah um, but, you know, Jimmy's gonna fight for his brother, you know, which is great. That That's kind of what makes him a good lawyer, too. You know, he has the, he will fight for his client, even if he believes they are crazy and or guilty, you know, it's mm-hmm. that kind of cognitive dissonance there,
0: you know? Yeah. Uh, Hamlin shows up, um, to the hospital and says that, what did he say, that, he talked to the DA, was yes. it the DA, uh, and said that he they're not going to commit yes. Chuck, and, and Jimmy kind of freaks out a little bit and says, yeah, of course you did. Mm-hmm. If, if Chuck gets committed, then I can take over as a legal guardian and buy out Chuck's uh, share, mm-hmm. which we know was like something in the millions. Mm-hmm. It was like $16 million or something, wasn't it? Nah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh-huh. Jimmy kind of, Throws him off a little bit and says that yeah okay you know what I'm I'm having him committed and just kind of walks away. Kim freaks out a little bit, runs after him, uh, and he's like, "I'm just you know, I, I just want to see him sweat." Yeah, I think is what he what he said. Um, do you feel like at any point it may come to that? I wouldn't be
1: surprised. I feel like you know things with Chuck. I think are only going to escalate. Yeah, um, and Chuck. Chuck does, I mean, when, when they get home, like Chuck does this really interesting thing, not to jump ahead, but like yeah, when, 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 you know, Chuck, um, the minute Chuck and Jimmy finally have it out about what brought, happened to cause us all in the first place, oh. the newspaper and the story in the newspaper that yeah. Jimmy didn't want Chuck to read, Chuck is very, very frail, very quickly saying, Oh, I don't want to fight. I don't have the energy for this. And the minute Jimmy actually kind of mollifies his fears, all of a sudden Chuck is just bursting with energy. You know? Yep. It's just like, well, someone's going to make that coffee. Mm-hmm. You know? And all that. So it's just like, it's the, like, the the like the like switching back and forth. Like, the almost, almost bipolar nature yeah. of Chuck's condition is getting more dramatic. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I think it's all, I think it's only going to irritate Jimmy more and more, basically, as, not that Chuck's holding him back, but this whole, but... That you know that 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 Chuck's condition, you know, and and basically living this way this way is kind of untenable.
0: Yeah, it's kind of. I I really want to know what the hell has happened in their history. I mean, it, we, we saw a little bit of it where Chuck has had to deal with the whole slip and Jimmy thing and mm-hmm. getting him out of jail and defending him in court and and whatever. But there has there has to be more and bigger. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm just curious what the hell that is um, because Jimmy even said you're... I, you found out about this and you you then you got sick. Uh then it yeah. happened and yeah. Chuck is just like no it's not why it's it's because they came in they fucking tased me bro. <laughs> uh and uh <coughs> nothing was grounded. Um and I guess they they were really surprised that he had gone outside too. Yes. Uh so it it must have been a very long time since he's been outside. They didn't say exactly how long. Uh, that I, that I took note of, um, yeah, uh, so he's home, and that's basically where we leave him, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much, Chuck. I think so, I mean, you know,
0: uh, Jimmy brings Chuck home, and, you
1: know, Chuck is, you know, his concerns are kind of quashed, but there's still, there's just something, there's something, you know, I can't really kind of describe it, but something's definitely hanging
0: in the air. Yeah. Between them. Um anything come out of the scene with uh kim and jim the toenail painting thing um
1: i, I other than,
0: other than the call the, the, uh right
1: um uh and the colors um <laughs> and the colors yeah I, I think i was actually kind of charmed by that scene if only because like i like the relationship between uh kim and jim um Oh, that sounds so cute. Um, yeah. I like the I, I like the fact that she's becoming more and more his like kind of de facto kind of cheerleader in the sense that like she even has a line where she says that you know your lousy days are better than my you know yeah. good days you know and all that kind of and like she's she's kind of there for him and it's kind of sweet even mm. when she's like kidding him on like what a terrible job he's doing yeah with her nails and everything I I, I just I th- I thought that was very charming and like I, I i like their relationship a lot so i like i like i like getting it and it provides like a nice bedrock for yeah. what follows especially because she's in the hospital with uh she's not in the hospital but she accompanies jimmy to the hospital yeah um and so she's in the scene she every hospital scene she's in the scene too and yeah. it's it's nice to track you know just how much concern, concern she has for for both of them yeah which you know really provides a stark contrast hamlin mm-hmm. who you know like Hamlin hasn't done anything like outwardly sleazy, but there's something about that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ham, the yeah. Hamlin to go blue is like a, a, <laughs> a, a red flag right there, yeah. or a blue flag or whatever. But um, yeah, there's something about that guy I do not like.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then there's definitely stuff between uh, Jimmy and and Hamlin mm-hmm. uh, that we that we don't necessarily know. I mean, I'm sure some of it is uh, Hamlin's treatment of of Chuck or yeah. whatever, I, although he seems to be treating him well. Um, generally. Um, but, yeah, I want to see if Jimmy, because I don't, do we know this at any point? Did Jimmy work at that law firm? I don't think so. No, no? I think only Chuck did. Okay. Um It has to, yeah, I don't know. He's got to have some more, is some sort of relationship with, the, with that place. Yes. Uh I think in order, I mean, that just goes a little bit beyond Chuck, because uh, he knows everybody there, so he's there all the time, and Maybe it is just that he was always getting defended. I don't know. It could be. Yeah. It could yeah, it could very well be. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is kind of no, and we, we've talked about this before, and we'll talk about it again, is just knowing where these characters end up, yes. like knowing that if Chuck goes to uh, if Chuck is committed uh, by uh, Jimmy as his legal guardian and gets bought out, that's you know that's something in the millions of dollars that we know either will get lost uh or stolen mm-hmm. by the time we come around, uh, to him and breaking bad. Um <coughs> and we know Kim's not really involved. Uh and we never saw, you know, anything about Chuck or or Hamlin or anything like that. So there's yeah. a whole lot that Ugh I I I I know they've got a plan for all this. Uh it's not like watching Lost where it was just kind of Improvised, <laughs> you know, it's from season <laughs> to season, right? Um, although they'd probably tell you otherwise. Um, felt that way, and I watched every episode. Um, mm-hmm. Kim also talks to uh, talks him into kind of pursuing targeting elder law, yes, uh, which I guess is just all uh, wills and maybe dying rights. Yeah, is that yeah yeah? Um, which I I I you know I, I'm not sure what
1: the implication there is that's what you're good at or, like, that's the only thing that you, you know, on, you know, today, basically, your only successful visit was, you know, preparing a will. So, yeah. do more of that, you know? like. Yeah. Um,
0: but, yeah. Well, it's also, um, it's also one of the more noble, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, spe- specialties. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're you're dealing with people who uh, want to just kind of divide their property, or they, you know, the, he he even brought up the DNR, do not resuscitate. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a death and dying class when I was in, in college, and that was definitely one of the more interesting things. And you know, how should people be taken off life support, and all, all those different things that go into that. So uh, it's a messy, an absolutely messy thing, um, but it's definitely one of the more noble. Allowing people to kind of go out. We're getting real deep here on the uh, the Breaking Goodman podcast. Well, Um, and it also provides excellent ammunition whenever he
1: is having a fight with Chuck. It's like, look, see the good work I'm doing, which he does. You know, this very episode. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, he's being the good guy. You Mm -hmm. know, this is not the return of Slippery Jim.
0: No, and he has uh, some Jello cups made up. Yes, Uh, need a will, call McGill at the bottom of the of the cups uh, when he's at the nursing home. Uh, kind of going around, and he, he he is really really personable. I don't, and in, in general too. But he seems to really uh, old people seem to really take to him too. So that, that kind of works.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, there's something. There's just something about his like his like his All shucks personality and mm-hmm. the fact that like he always just knows like the right things. That, like, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, it's it's like you absolutely that scene which. It's it lasts a little bit longer than you know that that scene would in like maybe a different show or even a different episode of this show. Yeah. but um, it's it really does a good job of selling that like Jimmy is charismatic. The problem mm-hmm. is not that he's not charismatic. No, mm-hmm. he's got that. The, his problem is something else. You yeah, know?
0: yeah, he's charismatic. He's got good street smarts. Uh, he's generally book smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's he can be really really good. Yeah. Um, we know that he uses that for some of the wrong reasons. Um, the there was something else. Oh, uh, so he's he's studying elder law, and we see him watching Matlock. Yes, uh, which isn't necessarily elder law so much as it's a show that <laughs> is um, kind of stereotyped for old people. Yes, um, although <laughs> speaking when I, I had mentioned when I was in college, uh, there was one summer in between. I think it was freshman year and sophomore year, I didn't have a job. Um, so I was home all day. Um, and, you know, of course, go out at night. I had some friends. Come on. Um, but during the day, I didn't do shit. But I watched Matlock. So I'm pretty sure I've seen every single episode. Matlock is a pretty of, addictive show. It's yeah. a really good show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a really well-done show. Andy mm-hmm. Griffith, um, somewhat recently deceased. Did he die like in the last like, like three years or three, so? Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah.
0: Um, was really really good on it. Uh, the Silver Fox, Matlock, Ben Matlock. Um, anywho, uh, I was
1: wondering hmm? too. Sorry, I was wondering too if that was a um, if that that was like a like a Simpsons reference. If only because like the number of times on that show that Lionel Hutz peaceful a Hartman oh, Um yeah. Lionel Hutz Was always talking about like He was always like a shoddy lawyer, Sleazy lawyer But he was always talking about like You know How he watched Matlock in a bar <laughs> last night You know Or something like yeah. that So just like So yeah. naturally he's a good lawyer yeah. You
0: know And stuff like that mm-hmm. And we just like Yeah you know. Yeah it could be Um <clears throat> So he's watching Matlock And he's taking notes on everything from Uh The way he moves around And his suit His too. suit <laughs> yeah. yeah The silver box So he shows up there And he's decked out in gray Um which I just really enjoyed. Uh, Need a will? Call McGill. Um, Which I'll say, too, thank God he was actually in there
1: in the cafeteria at the Old Folk's home if only because he didn't put his number on the bottom of the Jell-O cups. No. Just saying. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, And the elderly generally, uh, at least from what I could tell, they're not going to have any computers there. No. Um, Or if if they are, maybe their grandson can uh, come in and Google. Well, what is this? Two thousand. Yeah, the Google's still around. Yeah, yeah, still Google. Yeah. Um, now we all use Bing, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, ask Jeeves. and yeah, They probably <laughs> would have asked Jeeves back then, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so... The last bits of this, because we pretty much talked yeah. through everything else, Yeah. are about Mike and Saul. Um, and then Saul on his own. Um, but Mike, Mike on his <laughs> own. I'm sorry, yeah, Mike on his own. Uh, so... He he shows up and he's um he's got all his stickers and everything and he's being re- trying to be real friendly to mm-hmm. to Mike and Mike is just again all business. Mm-hmm. Not well, actually, it. yeah, uh, running the booth is just pretty straight, pretty easy. Most people get it on the first try. Um, <laughs> and he he goes through. Well, he gives him his card too. He gives him his card. It says if you know any if you know any elders or something like that because I think he's always he's about to say because Mike's old. Um, but he says, if you, if you know any elders, uh, have them give me a call. So Mike's got his card, which he may use a little bit uh, coming up. Um, like I said, there's that, that red glowing uh, light in the background of, of him in the booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that he's there all night. And then he goes to a diner. And then <clears throat> he kind of stakes out uh, someone's house. And I think we can talk about who that we, we think that is um the person comes out the woman comes out they have a little bit of a stare down and the next thing we see is her driving off and right after that is cops are at the door Mm -hmm. so what do you got daughter that's my thought yeah I mean
1: you know I think that I mean probably I forget I would have to I would have to rewatch all of Breaking Bad to figure out if Mike ever mentioned if he had a, a daughter at all um
0: no, yeah, I gonna, th- no, I just want to rewatch
1: Breaking Bad. I'm, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he he did uh, okay. because I think he moved out there from Philly mm-hmm. to be closer to them. Okay, but I don't think that he was welcome then because he was always kind of looking at his granddaughter from a from a distance, mm. or yeah, it was a granddaughter grandson. I think granddaughter okay. from a distance. Um. So. Uh, I guess something may have happened in, in Philly that we don't know about. Okay. Uh that caused a split between the Ermine Trout clan. Um yeah, the cops show up at the door and he says something like you're a long way from home. Mm-hmm.
1: And then the cop says something like, Tell me about it or something yeah. like that or so obviously they have a, you know, a relationship. Yeah. Um but actually honestly that line, you know, I, I, I we've never seen this character before. Yeah. Um so that line you know, just kind of. I, I wasn't really sure what that meant. I can only assume that meant that you know they're 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 friendly and you know they 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 know all about each other and so like he's kind of sardonically just you know just kind of you know just kind of undercutting the fact that you know he's being being arrested you know and then trying to preserve that you know just kind of back and forth they have but yeah. it was not seen to end on. Yeah. that's that's the last scene of
0: the episode. Yeah. Uh Well, for me, just a. Uh... I feel like you're a long way from home. Is that maybe this guy is some someone he knows from Philly, uh, and he okay. may maybe something is kind of catching up with him? Okay, uh, if that makes any any sense,
1: that could be. I I was actually wondering if this was a direct response to like the interaction he had with the, the daughter or whoever she is. That there's some sort of you know restraining order that he broke by staking out her up her house and she knew that he was and he made sure that she knew that he was like the theory that I was thinking about was was this Mike plays things very very close to the vest right? Yeah. but Mike obviously is developing some sort of relationship with Jimmy mm-hmm. you know we saw it a couple episodes ago where they have interactions that are not in the booth mm-hmm. and now that Mike's back in the booth like he's very very kind of cold But at the same time I'm wondering like is he doing this actually to get Jimmy's attention Um, you know, because the next thing you know, you know, he's like, he, he, you know, he has that conversation with Jimmy. Then he stakes out his daughter's house, almost as if he wants to get arrested or slapped with something. And he does get, you know, and the the cops do show up, you know, I, I I almost want to, I almost want to think that he is doing this specifically because he wants to talk to Jimmy. And this is the way, this is the best way he feels like he can do that while still preserving his pride. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that that makes sense. Um because Mike is uh what we know of Mike is he's pretty smart with all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh so either uh she knows that he kind of is there sometimes because they they didn't really she didn't kind of storm back into the house and call the cops. No. Um she just kind of drove off as she was going to do. Um or she was just surprised by it, and he wanted. Yeah, like you said, he wanted to get caught. Because if he did want to get caught, he, we know that he would not get caught. Right. He'd be. Um. He's he's a good he's a good guy. Uh. And he's he, well, he's a good cop. Um. He saw like one small shadow and was like, Yeah. Right at right at the door with the bat. Right. Um. So, he, he's not going to park right outside the place if he doesn't want to get caught. So I think yeah, it could very well be that it's. Uh, him trying to get caught and deal with Jimmy in in that way because he now has the the card and everything and he can he's, he's got his in. Or it has they the daughter and him kind of have that relationship where she she knows that he's there I guess and as long as he stays keeps hmm. his distance doesn't really care and maybe there's something different that those cops maybe it's unrelated that the cops are. Could be. There. It could be. Yeah. I don't think it is. I'm right, saying yeah, like it yeah. Really I mean, because he didn't look terribly surprised when the cops showed up. No. And
1: the whole scene prior to him showing up at his daughter's house, there, I mean, you have that long shot where it gradually fades into daytime or everything. So, yeah. you know, they want to remind you he's been in the booth for hours, and then he yeah. goes to the diner, and, like, he's eating quietly. Mm-hmm. And all the time he's thinking, right, there's so much... Mike. Mike Mike's always a very deliberate guy, but here yeah. they're underlining the, those deliberations. They're yeah. underlining, you know, just the the uh pre uh, pre thought out I can't think of words. Premeditated premeditated. Here it is. For the premeditated nature of what he's about to do. Yeah. So I Mike feel like... Mike in the morning.
0: <laughs> the vocab <low-cap laughs> word,
1: premeditated.
0: Premeditated <laughs> Uh go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Uh no no. And um, so I feel like I feel like that was a that was done that that had a real storytelling purpose to it. Just this yes. you know, this, this notion of Mike doesn't make mistakes. So this may seem on the on the out this, on the surface. This may seem like a mistake. It's not a mistake, right? Um, so whether that's to get somebody's attention, whether they get, get that's to get Jimmy's attention, we don't know. Yeah, but
0: so he wants. Let's say he does want to get get in mm-hmm. with with Jimmy. Um, I don't think it's because he feels that Jimmy's going to, you know, get him any kind of rights or anything back with with the family. No, Um, but it could be a situation of okay, you know, I'll you know
1: I'll bite. Let's see how good a lawyer you are. You know, it's it's a game. Maybe it's almost a game to him. Like you know, this is this is your your entrance exam, and if you ace this, then we'll have dealings in the future. You know, yeah.
0: Mike doesn't want to want to work that booth. No, Mike probably wants to get in and do what he's been doing, what he was doing in Breaking Bad, which is just more you know consulting and cracking skulls. Um, and just kind of investigative sort of thing. So, yeah. I mean, if this is a way to get in, uh, deal with that, kind of develop that without just being like, okay, yeah. um, Yeah, I'm on board with that thought. That's all I got there. Uh, well,
1: yeah, I mean, it is a, it's a an abrupt ending for the episode. It yeah. really is. So, you know, it does kind of leave you scratching your head a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me go through these real quick. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that guy with the... Uh fake money. What a lunatic. Um, <laughs> and it's but they like, probably exist too. Oh,
1: oh oh most definitely. But like it's so insulting too, if only because like he's got a nice house. He clearly has some money. Mm. He just doesn't want to share any of it with Jimmy. He wants to share this made up money. Yeah. You know, as like a I don't know, like um, you know, um, you know, like some kind of uh, you know faith thing or something.
0: No, it's dumb. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think that's uh I think that really does it for uh, for this episode. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? Anything you're looking forward to based on the preview? Uh, any any uh, color things? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm honestly, outside Samantha,
1: outside the Kim stuff and the stuff I mentioned, like I actually think the color things were not as and and what you mentioned. I think the color stuff was not as prevalent yeah. this week. But maybe that's because of the fact that since it had a slower pace, the episode was throwing fewer things at you.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, we're also at the halfway mark, actually, for the season. It's only ten episodes. Oh, so, is it? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, do you know if there's a break or anything? Or are they just no. going to go straight I don't think so. through? I think
1: they're going straight through. Yeah. Man. Fast. Yeah.
0: Uh, halfway through already. Well, we we didn't see Nacho at all this episode. Mm-mm. Um, so I'm sure he's going to come back within the next five. Most definitely. Um, and probably be part of, you know, whatever big ending is coming up um i don't know if we'll see tuco again um it'd be neat to see Tio, but not not necessary at all but... i was almost expecting to see him actually in the nursing home. yeah like even just in the background i think that would have been cool or even just like a bell ringing yeah you just hear it in the in the in the back you don't even see where it's coming from that would have been awesome um all right uh well what do you have coming up um, I am
1: on a podcast, You've Got Geek, where we talk about, you know, all sorts of movies and, you know, TV shows and stuff like that, uh, which is really fun. Go, go check us out. We're on, um, we're on Stitcher and we're on iTunes and we're all the things that you listen to podcasts on. Mm-hmm. Um, I do movie reviews for the news of Delaware County and, um, that's it for me.
0: Great. Uh, and I, Mike Marbach, you can go to mikemarbach.com, you can listen to, uh, this there, you can download it or you can find it on iTunes. That's Breaking Goodman also have Stark, Raven, Mad, which will be starting up soon, uh, a little bit before the premiere of Game of Thrones, which is uh, what that podcast covers on April 12th. Um, the Strain, uh, which is the Bloody Sunday podcast, um, and The Leftovers, which will be starting in a few months as well. That podcast is called Reheated. Um, so we do a few uh, television podcasts here, uh, and you can find them all and more. At mikemarbach the future has a show this Saturday at Philly Improv Theater. Uh, my next show is March fifteenth, uh, so a little while out still. Uh, that's with Kristen Shear at the Philly Improv Theater at seven p.m. And I think that'll I think that'll do it for me. Uh, go to audibletrial.com dot com slash starkravenmad and sign up for a free audio uh, f- for a free Audible trial. And uh, you put in your credit card, but you will not be charged anything uh, if you do not want to. You just got to cancel before the end of that period. You get a free audiobook download that you can keep regardless of whether you keep the service or not. So that's neat. Uh, and all the Game of Thrones books are on there, so check them out. Uh, all right, Mike. Mike and Mike, in the morning, signing off. Signing off right now. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next week. Man, you better call Oh,